The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager, only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome into All Pro Lines, the podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Kostaki Economopoulos. Uh, I am the chief operating officer of uh, All Pro Lines. I'm also its head writer and its uh, uh, head advertising. Uh, I, I have a lot of hats. I have a lot of hats to wear here. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, <laughs> appreciate you being here. I am uh, I am not where I normally am. I, I'm at mom's. I'm at mom's. It was a family thing and I had to come and here I am and we're going to make it work. Uh, it's always good to be home. Uh, Jerry Oliver. What's <laughs> hey, all except Gary. Ah, we had a, we had a, <laughs> Hey, Ron, we had a, uh, what would you call it? We, uh, uh, a complainer, a, uh, a troll. We had a troll. We, we had a particular, uh, Complaining troll about some of my jokes online, and uh, Jerry and I got to share that together. Marge is here. What's up, Marge? And Ryan Chambers. You thought you thought it'd be CFO, Kostaki frickin' Economopolis? I like it, Ryan. I maybe change titles. Um, looking out this window, man. I I did a lot of growing up in this house and uh, learning about life, and it's that part is very good to be home. Uh, thanks for having me, Mom. Hello, Ron Schultz. Um, let's do a few plugs. Our guest today is, uh, Nacho Flacco, uh, uh, super meme NFL meme producer and a uh, funny character. Uh, I'm doing some live standup here coming up soon. I, I've got a, uh, all sports comedy show at the Hollywood improv ground zero of comedy in some ways. Uh, it'd be nice to work the old improv on Melrose, uh, December, Tuesday, December 5th. All sports. I'm going to do football jokes top to bottom. It'll be fun. Uh, then I'm doing Fargo and Sioux Falls, December 8th and 9th. And then I come back here to Atlanta to do uh, the punchline, December 22nd and 23rd. And after that, Ashtabula, Erie, and on and on and on. Find it all, all the information you need at kostaki.com. Uh, leave us, if you would, a good review on whatever platform you're listening to. That helps the uh, universe know that we're doing good, something good over here. Helps other people find us. We thank you for that ahead of time. Or we thank you for having done it already. Uh, join us on the socials. The Facebook page in particular is showing some real life in the last few months. Uh, several of the of the jokes you'll hear today went uh, kind of bananas with memes on facebook so it's fun all pro at all pro lines wherever you whatever your favorite social media platform is we're also on instagram and threads and the artist formerly known as twitter and put some stuff on youtube and blah 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 you'll find us come join us uh underdogfantasy.com put in the promo code all pro lines and they'll match your initial deposit up to 100 bucks get you off and running Perfect for island games like Monday night. Let's say, for instance, the Eagles and the uh, Chiefs were playing 
in a Super Bowl rematch, you might want a little extra fun. Throw down five bucks, turn it into 30. Throw down, uh, you know, 20 bucks, throw down one buck, throw down 6,000 bucks. They have a big range over there and you can do whatever you want. All right, let's, uh, let's do something. The two-minute drill. No Falcons this week. It was like a snow day. Seven hours of Falcon-free football starts now. Falcons had a bye week. When they play, of course, it's a sigh week. See, that's different than a bye week. So many injuries. The NFL is losing more stars. Uh, Let's try again. So many injuries. Take two. So many injuries. The NFL is losing stars faster than a fancy restaurant with a rat problem. We're, We're about 10 more injuries away from watching the USFL. Uh, <laughs> Achilles heels are really becoming the NFL's Achilles heel. Uh, Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow out for the year. Dudes in Cincinnati are more upset than if they couldn't use their right hands for the rest of the season. If I predicted a hand injury in the preseason, I would have gone with Deshaun Watson. You guys know I like recycling, right? I did a version of this joke a couple months ago, but today it's perfect. It's Thanksgiving week. The people of Cincinnati haven't been this upset since WKRP dropped live turkeys from a helicopter. The Bengals have been in, uh, are being investigated now for reporting, not reporting the Joe Burrow injury. Boy, I hope this doesn't distract them from their playoff run. That would be, because that would be, because, you know, they're going to go. Uh. <laughs> Deshaun Watson out for the year. He has a displaced fracture to the glenoid. Anyone ever heard that sentence before? <laughs> Me either. And a complete dislocation from his moral compass. No matter what direction Deshaun's facing, his compass always points to his penis. You see. People say Herschel Walker was the worst trade of all time, and Cleveland said, hold my beer. We are going to sign Deshaun Watson. Oof. Trading for Deshaun Watson. Three firsts, a third, and a fourth. Paying his five-year guaranteed contract. $230 million. Setting a budding team back another decade. Priceless. They say identity theft's on the rise. Yeah. This guy impersonated a franchise quarterback and stole $230 million. This is just a disaster for the whole franchise. What he couldn't do to 300 masseuses, he did to Cleveland. It's not good. We, of course, reasonably thought, surely the river catching on fire because it's so polluted will be Cleveland's lowest point ever. No, no, the Browns have topped themselves. It's almost like Watson said, boy, if I had a nickel for every time I thought about banging a masseuse and the Browns are like, 230 million? He's like, yeah, that's about right. People always say when they win a lottery, they're going to quit their jobs. That's what Deshaun Watson did. The mother of all ironies. This story doesn't have a happy ending. Ha. All right. I got to complain about this briefly. Uh, the mother of uh, <laughs> the mother of all complaints with the NFL math. Brock Purdy has a had a perfect passer rating this weekend that was all the buzz right 158.3 which is of course a reasonable best you could possibly get scale who set the scale for 158.3 what's ridiculous is this fahrenheit's doing okay so he got 333 yards three touchdowns zero interceptions this is all very good he was 21 for 25 Perfect? No, that's 84%. That's very, very good. It's pretty good, but it's not perfect. And the whole buzz is no Niner quarterback has had a perfect passer rating since Joe Montana in 1989. When he went 16 for 19, also not perfect. It's point three is perfect. You tell me if he completed every pass, he couldn't get a better score than he did this. It doesn't. Ugh. Like we weren't sure if this whole system was dumb. When your mom says you're perfect, it's fine because you get the message that you're doing pretty good and it's fine. You don't have to, you're not crunching numbers and making it a scale. <sighs> we had a Christian watch inciting. We haven't seen him in a while. I was starting to lose faith in him. If you have Christian on your fantasy team, you want to believe in the guy. You just have to know in your heart that he's there because usually there's no proof that he actually exists. 
but he did show up very briefly this weekend. There was no hot water for showers in the commander stadium. And then I watched the charger coach press conference. Turns out Brandon Staley hogging all the hot water. He is in all of it out there in la la land. <laughs> I say, cause I'm in Atlanta. Uh, Losing a game to the Tommy DeVito-led Giants is kind of a cold shower all its own, wouldn't you say? That'll cause some shrinkage. All right, let's close on this one. Aaron Rodgers said he wants to return to practice December 2nd. Then he went back to rubbing his Achilles heel with goat placenta and salamander tears. We can maybe brainstorm. We could add some other fun phrases to this joke. All right. Uh, my guest, not Joe Flacco. You know him from Instagram. He's got over 110,000 followers over there. He's got a podcast. He's a he's a man around town. We, we had some coffee together out in, uh, where do you live? You live in San Diego. Wait, hold on. Let's get him in here. Not Joe Flacco, everybody. Hey, buddy. Hey. That was San Diego. That it was San Diego. Yeah, yeah, that's a good place to live. Yeah, I mean, if, uh, yeah, there's the water. I can see it. So that's got to be the best climate in america right contiguous u.s uh yeah i mean i've been I've, i went to hawaii 12 or 13 years ago and we got there it was a two-week trip and we got there and the weather was better in san diego so i'm you know i think out of all 50 states this is best place i'm good right. with this it's a good one man it's a good yeah. one well thanks for coming on how's life uh niners won um so yeah. you know Monday, mondays are good lifelong lifelong niners fan so the you must feel i mean after one of these kind of wins you feel like oh we're invincible we're gonna beat the eagles in the championship game and go to the super bowl and you got the whole thing all planned out in your head no 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 you don't think it's no. gonna happen i mean i'm a i'm a firm believer in the cousins curse so uh <laughs> i'm i'm it's just giving me plenty of of weeks here to prepare for the eventual crash and burn somewhere along the line. I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't, I've spent so much time defending. So the cousins curse, if, if your listeners aren't aware is no team has lost to Kirk cousins and gone on to play in the super bowl the same year. Basically Kirk cousins doesn't beat good teams. If Kirk cousin beats you, you're not a good team. Yeah. Beat the 49ers. Niners aren't a good team. And, uh, it's perfect so far. So, uh, barring a miracle, the Niners will be home for the Super Bowl. <laughs> they're so good, though. I mean, there's two teams on the NFC side that are got to be one of those two in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, um, and it'll be the Eagles. Okay, all right. <laughs> it's not the Lions. It's not the Vikings. <clears throat> I, I, the the Lions don't have the defense. I, they're tough. The, they're tough. They're tough enough to. They're confident, like uh, like a seven year old, like trying to wrestle with his dad. Confident, like they're they're they've got the right <laughs> idea. They just they're missing half the equation. So that's and and like I love their offense. I love Dan Campbell. I just don't think they're going to be able to stop anybody. I hear you. So, and then, and then the Cowboys know, um, uh, and the 49ers are probably going to have to go to Philadelphia if they want to get there. And I think between, you know, Philadelphia and the Cousins curse, I think the Niners are going to have to wait till next year. And all those Georgia boys on defense, that's what you're most afraid of, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the Niners offensive line is, uh, is its weakest link. Um, and it's probably the, the defensive line is the Eagles strongest one. So yeah, I, it's just, I, I'm, I'm, I am not, you know, it's like the 49er faithful got to sit. I'm like, I'm, I love them, but I'm aware of what's going to happen. I am persistently preoccupied with thoughts of impending doom. Okay. I have a couple more Niners questions and we'll move on. Where where were you on Trey Lance and where are you now? What, what if that 
if they didn't find Brock Purdy, everyone would be fired by now. And they all got these huge extensions. What a hilarious sequence of events to spend all your capital on X. And then it turns out Y is the answer to everything. <laughs> so, I, I mean, like, if you go through with 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 and remove as much bias as you can from almost every team in the league, if if the events that happened to the 49ers last year, QB1 goes down, that's Trey Lance, QB2 goes down, Brock Purdy comes in. And Brock Purdy plays the same with the same level of success, undefeated up through you know it won every game he finished, uh, you know that that whole thing. Yeah, I, I, I like twenty five teams would have had Brock Purdy starting week one this year. Yeah, right. I mean, <clears throat> Jordan Love would have gotten traded. Uh, Tua coming off all those concussions. And Brock, so let's say Tua gets hurt. Brock Purdy comes in and doesn't have the concussion issues, wins every game. Are you lining up to give Tua a huge contract knowing you've got Brock Purdy? No. So without Brock, like, hmm. people want to kick the Niners' ass for, for the Trey Lance thing. We don't know if he's bad yet. We just know he's not better than Brock Purdy. And Brock Purdy's actually pretty freaking good. So I'm not, yeah, but, I'm, I'm not too worried about, it. but the, but in terms of the, the, I mean, the capital in the NFL sort of tells you what the NFL thinks, right? He was worth three first round picks at one point, And then he was worth a third round pick Fourth. once later, you know, like the, the league definitely soured on the Trey Lance situation. I mean, the, the league stopped having anything to, to look at. Um, I That's mean, the Niners, tra- the Niners traded up. Because they thought that the Falcons would be a team that would have traded up to go get a quarterback. And it was going to be Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> Zach Wilson, and then somebody. And uh, that was the Dolphins had that pick, and it was going to, they had Tua, and it was going to be some team. They were going to trade out of that spot to somebody. And somebody was going to go take a quarterback. Now, whether that was Justin Fields, Mac Jones, or Trey Lance, I would still rather have. I wanted it to be Justin Fields at the time. Uh, I knew it wasn't going to be Mac Jones. Like knew it in in my core. I just knew it. And uh, Trey Lance was. I was like, okay, I trust Kyle. And uh, I'm still not. Like there's there's actually. We don't have any evidence that he's bad. We just have evidence that Brock Purdy's better than him. And if if Brock Purdy was and wasn't as good as he is right now, I think like Trey Lance made the made a bad decision and forced the Niners' hand. Trey Lance could be the quarterback of the Vikings right now. Trey Lance could be the quarterback of the Jets right now. Um, all of these teams that had, but Trey Lance forced his way out. The Niners were gonna hang on to him and carry three, maybe four quarterbacks this season. But he forced his way out, wanted to trade, wanted a fresh start, and a team that, you know, didn't have any need for him, gave us a fourth-round pick, which was honestly more than anybody expected. Um, and and but, but Trey Lance made the mistake of not just being patient and waiting for an injury so that he could go get a real shot at playing time because now he's stuck on a team that has no need or intention of playing him. And he could at least be getting reps on the Jets or at least be getting reps on the Vikings or uh, it's too late in the season for a trade for the Bengals. But like, it's it's those types of injuries that he just, he wanted out before, you know, those things shook out and it cost him another season of of uh, injuries. Yeah, or, I was just- season of, of not playing. I was just pulling this up. The Cowboys won thirty-three to ten over the Panthers this week, and and in garbage time they put in Cooper Rush, who went two of three for fifteen yards. We didn't see we didn't see Trey Lance, right? Yeah, so, I mean, the, the Cowboys didn't even need a backup quarterback. Like Jerry Jones didn't even <laughs> he didn't even consult. You know, uh, he just went out wandering down the street like he does and found a payphone and <laughs> called the 49ers and offered them a fourth round pick because. The third pick in the draft was available. They didn't say what draft. He just went, knew. Went back, <laughs> went back in time and found a payphone. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, he, he said that he was going to, they were going to induct, uh, you know, Jer Jimmy Johnson into the Hall of Fame on December 20th, 1923. <laughs> so I don't think, I mean, it's like the Niners might have called him and said, hey, man, we'll give you the third pick in the draft for, for a fourth round pick. And he said, sure. And is yeah. that elder abuse? Maybe. I don't, uh, who's to say? But uh, I'm, uh, I'm okay with it. <laughs> we, we're, at least the conversation's done. Because I, God, I would have, Niners Twitter, which you're, which you shouldn't be on if you're saying you're not a Niners fan, so <laughs> just stay away. But um, Niners Twitter during the three-game losing streak was, they're like, this is the guy, bro. This is the guy you you believe in. This is Brock Purdy. This is the savior. Right, and if right. If Trey Lance had still been on the roster, it would have been a thousand times worse. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's something very nice and clean about not having that situation where you kind of demand the other guy. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, it's uh, I'm I'm just glad it's over, and uh, we've got a guy that we can build a team around, and you know, I will be curious to see what when it comes contract time for Brock, just how. Because that will be when the 49ers tell us whether they think he's a system quarterback or not. And if yeah. they, you know, if they dump him for, you know, some picks and go get somebody else, that will be, okay, they think he's a system quarterback too. Um, but if, uh, I mean, you know, if he keeps playing like this, I don't see any reason why they're not going to, I mean, they're going to end up paying him. And we'll see, and we'll see what happens when they can't put a super team around him is basically yeah. what will happen. Oh, so it's it's a dynamic that I so want for my own team to find a crazy bargain quarterback for a few years who's really good, exciting future, have all the money left to spend around him. It's it's a cool situation. Have some true superstars on the team. It's it's, a, it's great. We got some comments floating in here. Ryan says Glenoid is how I describe things that are vaguely grizzard like. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Glenn Grizzard's one of our uh, regular guests here. Uh, Larry Hollinsworth says, Sorry, Kostaki, but as a Bearcats fan, I can tell you Desmond Ritter is not the answer for your Falcons. <laughs> also throws in Caleb Williams, the next big bust. All right. Uh, I'm not, uh, I don't watch enough college football, but I, I there's, it, it seems like there's some, uh, Maybe some EQ issues with Caleb. It doesn't read the room real well. Might be able to he, read a defense, but can't read a room. I yeah, my brother was telling me some stuff about some of his demands and things he said. I'm like, ooh, he's he's kind of Kyler Murray unlikable. He's kind yeah. of cocky and disconnected from regular folks already. Yeah, maybe 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 closer to uh, you know uh, uh, the the way the Mannings dealt with the chargers back in the day with Eli, but, uh, um, yeah, it's right. just there. Somebody's either trying to ruin his reputation and they're doing a good job of it or this, you know, there's, uh, there's some, some truth to the rumor type of thing. And, and he's, uh, a, a mild head case. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I, I used this metaphor last week when I was talking to Andreas about it, like, because he doesn't want a Kyler Murray type. He thinks he's an ass, and I think he's probably right. But I'm crawling out of the desert, and I am want I need water. And if it's dirty water, I don't care anymore. I'll happily take a functioning NFL-quality quarterback who I don't like. <laughs> I mean, the Niners made Jimmy Garoppolo the highest-paid player in the league at one point. So that was, you know, uh, yeah, we had Brian Hoyer and, and Matt Barkley that season and then they traded for jimmy and had to give him a contract so i mean it's all there is nothing worse than having zero faith in your quarterback like as an nfl fan it's Oof. the worst right and I, that, I think you're right i think that is the worst part of it because it, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem hopeful even if you can grab a win here or there it doesn't feel like it could snowball into something great <laughs> it feels like oh maybe if everything goes well we'll be seven and ten yeah like you just can't you can't have hope <laughs> if 
you don't think your quarterback is even mildly competent. You can, and listen, you can talk yourselves into a lot of guys. Yeah. You can, you, and that's part of the fun of the off season is like, this is the year, man. This is the year that Zach will, Zach Wilson can carry us. <laughs> right. And, uh, but now, now it's, you know, then reality sets in at a certain point. Yeah. And, right. and that's not right. having, not having a quarterback is, 10 times worse. No. Is it worse than not having a good coach? Yeah, well, that's a good question. It, I, it does feel like in the modern NFL that swapping a coach is easier. <laughs> sure. It's, yeah. I mean, that's that doesn't count against the cap. Yeah. It, it's easier to get a new face at head coach that you can have excitement about. Maybe that's smoke and mirrors because we don't know what they do. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I think I think the honeymoon period doesn't last as long for a new coach. I mean, look, you got Frank Reich. Honeymoon period's over. Yeah, that was fast. That that lasted weeks. Uh, I think before daylight savings kicked in, they had, the 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 honeymoon was over. Is I don't know how. I've got a, a couple of buddies that are Giants fans. I don't think the Dayball honeymoon is completely over, but you know, what are they two and eight, three and eight now? They're um, bad. Although they, you know, win. So there's, there's, uh, uh, and the, and 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 they're still talking themselves into Daniel Jones. So, you know, I don't know. It's, I'm very very lucky. I've got a cheap quarterback and a brilliant head coach and a fantastic defense and an aggressive owner. And it wasn't always like this. Right. So, yeah, of course. You have to to be aware that you're in the salad days. You know, as a University of Georgia fan, we've been talking about that. Like, this is – we're not going to see this again for a long time. <laughs> Please, everyone enjoy this. <laughs> everyone milk it for all it's worth. Yeah, I just – they've got to get – and for me, that's the the impending doom part of this is, God, you know, what if we can't get Kittle a ring? What if we can't get Trent Williams a ring? You know, um, you know Warner and and Debo and those guys are still young enough, and we got a young quarterback, and so you know Bose is still young. There's like there's a, there's a bunch of young studs on the team, but you know it's. Uh, it's it's not like the Harbaugh years where that was a very veteran team, and uh, but you know Staley not getting a ring, Frank Gore not getting a ring, w- Willis and Bowman not getting rings. Like those are just those are the ones that that hurt. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I just I just <clears throat> that becomes like when you're on the other end of the spectrum and you're winning and you're going to championship games every season that your quarterback's healthy. Now it becomes a oh fuck. <laughs> how yeah don't screw it up just don't yeah, just yeah. get one i'm not asking for a dynasty just give me one yeah so. all right that's fair i hope you get it that's a good team They're a fun team to root for i mean i i think just for my own personal preference i'd like to see the eagles win because of all the bulldogs on the team and i've been to a few eagles games i got a little bit of a connection there and i like the story of some of those players and the situation but and man, if the niners won it all it'd be great i'm all, all for that their fans are orphans obviously so <laughs> not a single one of their mothers loves them so of course you know you you root for those types but <laughs> all right i gotta ask you your namesake joe flacco just got a job it's it like breathes life into your brand name again he's back it, he's not even it, old reference anymore i had my i had my best instagram growth day of the year yesterday is that uh, right and, that's so and, interesting and all Joe Flacco did was write his name in cursive on a piece of paper. <laughs> and my and I and I grew by 200 300 followers. So that's um, hilarious. It, yeah. So, yeah, this could be the last time you get that bump, right? I mean, theoretically, I mean, it's like if you could just sign a new contract every day, I I'd, <laughs> I'd be in pretty good shape. <laughs> Does he play? Does he do well? Does he save this team from impending doom? The way um, I so the defense is good enough, and you know the defense is early two thousands Ravens esque, right? In terms of can they carry a Trent Dilfer to the to the Super Bowl? I would bet 
that <clears throat> they don't need him much, but that he's a nice insurance policy so that in case of another injury, the Browns don't get Josh Johnson in the playoffs. Yeah. Like that, that was not to make everything 49er centric, but on my podcast last year, I was like, I said, can we go even Cam Newton, just go get somebody to be Purdy's backup just in case the lights are too bright. Something fucking crazy happens in the, in the playoff, like whatever, just somebody who's been through the crucible and they didn't. And when Purdy got hurt against the Eagles, we got Josh Johnson. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think that that's, um, let, let DTR play, find out what you've got there. Right. Yeah. Go, you know, go build a, you know, see if you've got a, not that you can get rid of the Deshaun contract, but, um, see if you can go find a, uh, um, <laughs> a diamond in the rough there. And if it's not a diamond, uh, then you can plug in the veteran and, and let him, you know, steer the ship. But that I, that's probably how they should go. But it's yeah. also it's also Cleveland, and they're they need another playoff. Like those guys, those fans need playoff time. Um, <laughs> they just need it. The defense is so good. It's it's, it's very so Jets like to me. It's like you'd hate to just see this defense wasted by quarterback injury slash failure. It's you know. It's a shame. It's a shame to see it not all come together. So I, I kind of root for and, and as a Falcons fan, I've kind of been screaming again. My brother and I have been disagreeing, but I, I'm kind of for like, like you have to. This is a six billion dollar franchise. You have to go actively find another answer when it, the the thing that you have isn't working. Uh, and I that's that's what I think is fun about some of these stories where the the scrappy astronaut comes in and saves the day like I, that's a that's a fun storyline I, I think that's great yeah no the uh the script writers are are crushing it right now <laughs> bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code champion 150 then Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right, we got a few segments we do here. Let's do one here. The two-minute drill. Not it. I'm going to give kudos to uh, Trevor Lawrence, who's quietly been good. There's, there's not a lot of talk about him. There's a couple, just couple, see an article here and there. Trevor Lawrence is not taking a big enough step or whatever. He led his team to a 34-14 win this weekend. 262 yards, two touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns on top of that. The Jacksonville Jaguars are seven and three. No one's talking about them. They're at the top of their division. They only really have the rapscallion upstart Texans to deal with. And uh, I've been rooting for a good Jacksonville team for like 20 years now. And I think we're finally here. It's kind of fun. I don't know. We had a, we had a brief smidgen of Bortles ness that was fun for a second but i feel like this team is is like a little bit more sticky good it might they might stay good for a while i think it's a cool story so kudos to kudos to you romance novel cover boy trevor lawrence <laughs> i uh i i give give a tap on the back to uh to russell wilson for 
for not being bad at football anymore. Right. Yeah. That was a glorious year last year for 49er fans. <laughs> and it's football's never been more fun than when Russell Wilson is awful at football. <laughs> He's not awful at football anymore. So he's your Patriots. That's how I feel about the Patriots. It's so fun to see them just terrible. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I, I have no emotion tied up in the Patriots at all. Oh. Um, as I mean, as a, as, as a fan of a team that was a dynasty and that dynasty then crumbled, I, I almost have a little bit of sympathy for Patriots <laughs> fans. Uh, but not, we don't, we don't welcome that sentiment here. But, yeah, there's uh, you know, gotta you gotta have all sides. This has got to be fair and balanced. <laughs> Sympathy for the Patriots. I just don't have any animosity to them. I just they just you know I'm an NFC team. I didn't they won everything for up, years, forever. I just you know Tom Brady was a Niners fan. I just I just can't get too worked up about them. Hmm. But the but the Seahawks I get worked up on. Like the season for the Niners starts Thursday. It's I. Thanksgiving, I have to. I, my team plays the my most hated rival on Thanksgiving night. Oh, it's while, the night game. Oh, that's a cool matchup. Okay, good. While I'm sitting around my family eating dinner, <laughs> and my nieces and nephews are all between one and five are going to be sitting around, <laughs> and yeah, so uh, it's it should, Thanksgiving night should be interesting. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> All right. Uh, I've got, got a lot of other questions for you. I don't want to get too inside baseball, but I'm, but I just, I'm just, I'm going to ask you one question and you can, you can answer it about, you can give me advice. I'm not going to put you on the spot about what you are going to do or would do or have done. I'm just, this is my experience as one who writes NFL jokes in the interwebs is so frustrating when you slog and you write and you write and you create and you post and you pray and you look and you comment and you build and you, you know, worry. And then finally something takes off out there. And one of these big, scary monsters that's already a bigger brand in the space just takes it and posts it as their own. I want to scream when that happens. And I feel like I'm not going to put up with this shit anymore. I'm going to, I'm going to, I've, I've made some threats and I've gotten on threads and I've posted, Hey, this site's run by a hack. And if you want to follow some real farm fresh NFL comedy, come over to here. And I've, I've written direct messages. I've had, I had a real like kind of tough exchange with the NFL memes guy. He definitely knows who I am now. And, Gave me some credit on a couple of things, and I, he hasn't touched any of my stuff in a while, which I think is good. I just, what's the downside of me being a little tough back? Can I get in trouble? Is somebody going to try to demonetize no. me in revenge or something? I, I mean, know. I don't. So I, I've been through the cycles of that um, to the point now where I would just. I would, as long as I get, as long as I get credit, just, I, I don't care, post whatever you want. It's, you know, it's, it's fine. I can uh, live with that, but, but that's not what happens. But I've also <laughs> gotten to the point where it has happened so many times that, you know, it's not like, you know, you in a, you know, if you saw, if, if Carlos Mencia was doing this to you in a, in a club, right, you, you could have words with him in the parking lot. Um I, but, you know, I, but I, I'm lucky enough to work in an industry where the ethic for originality is so strong that those kind of guys get squeezed out of the universe. Right. Like they don't work anymore. They, you know, like Carlos is one of the only examples I can think of in 35 years of a guy who's done it enough that he's got a bit of a reputation and continue to work at some level. And it's also part of the reason that we haven't heard his name in a long time. Right. It's, uh, here's the thing, I, but the other thing is part of the backlash is, was from the fans with him, right? It was like, oh, okay. Like he stopped being, you know, it's like, oh, he's not bringing his own material. Like, well, we'll stop being fans. We're not going to watch right. the show. He gets called this. out by some of the other people in the space. Right. Right. There isn't, um, 
my my followers on Instagram don't care. And NFL Memes IG's followers don't care. He posts and and it's the fuck Jerry's of the world and the uh uh the was it fat Jewish or whatever that you know those those aggregator accounts that kind of set the bar for it's not stealing, it's just the internet. And right, you know, it's um I have I I I hate it, but I can't get worked up about it anymore because I've already I've already had that stuff and it's uh it's just more of a pain in the ass. Yeah, I'm not saying you should get worked up. I'm not trying to coach you into being mad. That's not helpful for anybody, certainly not you. But I I do feel like there's some responsibility in a space to help keep it good for creative efforts. And I I feel like I have to do a little bit of work on that. And also, I know know I'm a little bit of the old guy because the new... The people who are younger than me, they don't pay for music. They've never paid for porn. They've never paid for any of the, you know what I mean? There's a different ethic about everything and especially things that feel sort of communal like memes. I understand the ethic that, yeah, you if you think you're going to own something that goes off into the internets, you know, you're an idiot. I get that. Yeah. But at some level, it's you're you're literally stealing creative efforts by other people and monetizing it it's morally wrong it, it has at some level we have we we owe something to the space and the the other creatives in the universe to to say hey you can't do that dude that's fucking wrong you know every yeah everything you're saying is is 100% i mean my my cousin's curse thing was uh you know i've been doing that for 4 years now and Barstool finally picked it up after the Bills lost in the playoffs last year. Right. And, uh, you know, when you Google it, it's not me, right? Right. It, it's uh, them or it's a Vikings guy that picked it up or it's a Vikings Reddit that picked it up or something. But it's not it's not me. And, right. uh, you know, I mean, that's that the. The. There's just no, there's just, there's no account, there's no reason for them not to. There's no accountability. Instagram could stop this in a second. Right. That means Especially that, that's now cool. the AI's gotten better. Right. Instagram could stop this in a second. I mean, it's, uh, if they can read, you know, you, you, back when TikTok was just kind of taken off and people were reposting uh, TikToks on Instagram and tics, uh, Instagram, started basically looking at the images and if it had the TikTok watermark on it it throttled down it, it shadow banned that post or shadow banned your account and like and i know because it happened to me because right. i was taking my own content and putting it on on my own TikTok stuff and putting it on instagram and all of a sudden everything just fell off fell through the floor for me right. um and the so instagram could have done this years ago yeah and said hey we're going to protect our own creators and make because like right now i mean my account doesn't grow anymore and my uh uh the dopamine hits for me are fewer and far between i post less that's bad for instagram part of the reason i don't grow anymore is because instagram's able to just uh you know all the, the big pages just go on twitter search for the topic of the minute, find the 10 posts they like. Yeah. Put them in a carousel. And uh, you know, it's like there's the followers don't care and and the platform doesn't care. And I think that's the thing that sets it apart from you being in a club is like the club probably would care. The people going to the shows care. Yeah. And the content producers care. And right, right now it's just yeah, and there's there's a couple good pages, uh, Canadian Cutler, NFL Hate Memes, um, uh, Funniest NFL Memes that that and Canadian Canadian Cutler especially is a hundred percent original, and and yeah, and, there's good like, stuff out there. I and, like the sports and, memory guy. That, that's always original, completely different. Right, and uh, you know it's um, 
you know, it, I have, I have, I have, uh, anyways, I, yeah. I get, I get sad. Is what, that's really what happens. <laughs> I get sad. All right. We went, we went down the rabbit hole. <laughs> right. All right. I told you that would happen. Let's do that. You did. Right. Now it's time <laughs> for which comes first. Oh, yes, it's time for which comes first. Now tell me, will this happen before that happens? It's time for which comes first. Niners Championship or Elon sells Twitter? <laughs> Elon sells Twitter. Really? <laughs> I mean, either one of these things could happen this year. Uh, I mean, I've, I, I, I don't think that Elon is being cursed. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it's it realistically, it's probably that it's it's the the Niners uh, the Niners winning a championship. No, it's Elon selling Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> good things like that don't happen to me. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, here's here's, here's, here's yeah. how I know. When when my wife was pregnant with our first child, uh, I said, uh, I'm like, it's going to be a girl. And everybody, all my buddies wanted it to be a girl because, like, they just wanted me to have a little girl that would run her mouth like her dad and just <laughs> talk shit to everybody. And uh, I, I love him to death, but I ended up with a special needs boy that can't talk. Like, if I start asking for the universe for things, the universe <laughs> listens in the in the exact way you don't want the universe to listen. So, uh, Elon selling Twitter will happen first. That's a hilarious backstory for your hesitant fandom. <laughs> like, oh, oh, you don't you don't jinx things, not Joe. No, you want to hear one? Huh? Yeah, I got one for you. I got one for you. All right. I got a couple of quiz questions for you. All right. All right, kids. Put your thinking caps on. It's quiz time. Now, it's a long-standing tradition here that I'm not asking you questions to try to stump you. It's not. I don't expect you to get these. I pick these based on what I find to be interesting, and I almost never it's know like the answer. Hollywood squares where I can just answer however I want. Yeah, yeah, you can actually. Yeah, okay. you can just have a comic answer and forget the real situation. In 1997, San Francisco drafted Virginia Tech quarterback. He played for Jim six games. That's correct. Jim Druck. How do you how do you know that? You're a hardcore fan. I mean, I have been a 49er fan for so I'm 42. Like Jim Druckenmiller was an important part of our future for about 13 minutes. I and do you, and and then there's also Giovanna Giovanni Carmazzi, who was the quarterback we took in the draft that wasn't Tom Brady. I don't remember so, that one. That's a yeah. great name. Holy shit. He's a sheep farmer now. Kostaki. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, the, I picked uh, this one because I met Jim Druckenmiller and I, and I remember thinking to myself, this is, it was very early in my following along with the NFL and his hand, like, my my hand just disappeared into this giant paw. It was a ridiculously huge hand. That was the first thing you noticed. And he looked like a quarterback. He was like a big guy with square jaw. And he like looked like... And then when I talked to him, I was like, oh, he's not smart enough to run an NFL franchise. I actually thought that. And I was just a kid at the time. Not, I was like, not a child, but I mean, I was like a college kid. Yeah. And I thought, well, that's not... I don't... And that, and then I actually questioned myself. I was like, maybe you don't have to be that smart to be. And, and the, no, no, that's not. It. <laughs> no, and maybe that's not fair to him. It's one moment in time, and who knows? I mean, but I literally thought he's not he's not sharp enough to pull this job off. <laughs> and uh, he played six games over two years. Maybe, quarterback rating of twenty nine. Career maybe quarterback you rating. have. Maybe you have a sixth sense for these things and you should you should be selling this talent. I should be in the interview process. You should be just one we've got one question. Just can you come up and shake Kostaki's hand for just a second? You know, I mean, you know, when you see it, it's the it's the blink thing from from Gladwell. Like you kind of know when someone is like rivetingly, you know, good at something. You when you meet them, you meet them and you go, oh. I met, uh, I'm trying to think of a couple examples. I met Jewel and I was like, 
this woman is an unbelievable, crazy genius super. Like you see it in four seconds. You sound like Travis. And I, you know, like right I played cards with Louis C.K. and it's a room full of very good professional comedians, some of whom have Emmys from writing on The Daily Show. And he just leaps off the page in terms of like visceral smartness and interestingness. And like, he's a riveting person and his thoughts are interesting. Like without even trying, there's some people when you meet them, you go, well, of course that guy's fucking ridiculously successful at whatever the thing is. I'm just saying with Jim, I had the opposite feeling. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would believe that. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 also I mean he was the Jordan Love pick. Uh, that was two. They drafted him with ninety seven, right? You said that's what this says. Yeah. I mean, young young was at the peak of his powers in ninety eight. Uh, if not for Lawrence Phillips uh, missing a block on Aeneas Williams, uh, you know Steve Young probably plays another two or three years, and Drucken Miller never sees the field. Right. Um, and uh, it was just a. If, if you go back and look at, and don't do this because it's a complete waste of your time, but I have because I'm an idiot. Uh, the 49ers drafts between like 95 and 99 would rival anything that any other team has done in terms of like poorly supporting a quarterback. Um, the one exception would be the T.O. pick. I think he's the one standout guy from the Niners that they drafted after 94 um and it uh it was just they they steve young should have a malpractice suit like it was just an awful <laughs> bunch of drafts which gets me to the last question uh how many 49ers quarterbacks were inducted into the hall of fame in the 20th century <laughs> in weird, the 20th century in the 20th century this is such a weird question <laughs> so Guys that have played quarterback for the Niners and have gone into the Hall of Fame. So you've got inducted in would be Steve Young. Um, trying to think of if there's any like Randy Moss type guys that have played. No, this is just quarterbacks. Quarterbacks only. No, but I'm like I'm thinking of like a, a Hall of Famer that just is not known for being a 49er that somehow. Oh, it's I see what you mean. Game. Oh, yeah, that's smart. That's a good angle. That's not part of this answer, but I like that <laughs> thinking. Um, then I'm I'm gonna go with with just Stevia. This is such a, this is such a weird answer. The answer is one. Only YA Tittle inducted in 1971. Oh, was 20th it, century. I'm an idiot. Was inducted in the 20th century. Yeah, Joe I'm Montana an and Steve Young played in that century, but weren't inducted until the 21st century. <laughs> I, I would not have thought that Montana wasn't inducted until the 21st century. Wow. That's what I, yeah. Well, that's the first thing I thought of when I saw this answer. I was like, well, that's weird. So I guess he was Montana, the class of 2000 then? Must have been. It must have been really early in the 21st century. Yeah. <laughs> he was a giant global superstar when the yeah. 80s. I, right? I, 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 I would have, uh, my answer, if I'd heard your question correctly, would have still been wrong, but I would have said John Brody, and I'm not even sure if he's a Hall of Famer. So I would have gotten hmm. it wrong regardless. I don't have that here. But, instead, but the Niners, I mean, what a gift to have Montana and Young back-to-back. -back. It's sort of Favre and Rodgers. Are there any other teams that are even remotely close to those two with that crazy two first ballot with, Hall of Famers back-to-back? -back? With no – I mean, the Peyton Manning-Andrew Luck thing was – there was still that gap year where Manning was hurt and they kind of had to earn the right to Andrew Luck. Um, but that was close. Oh yeah. Um, if he had stayed in there. Yeah. That's pretty close. You're right. The, um, I mean, technically the giants went from Kurt Warner to Eli Manning, but it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't the, it wasn't the right Kurt Warner, but technically, <laughs> technically wasn't the Eli right Manning did take over for Kurt Warner. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I mean, that's, Remember that yeah. time that there was a team in New England that had Tom Brady for a decade and then had Tom Brady for another decade? Do we count that yeah. one? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine fast. going back to back with two guys with the same name like that. You ever see, you ever see those like people like 
Tom Brady had three separate Hall of Fame worthy yeah. careers within one. It's ridiculous how yeah. the run they had. That's why I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I mean, it's like this is, you know, the, the Niners. I was born in, in November 1981. The Niners won the Super Bowl like three months later. All my baby clothes are Niner gear because my dad was from the Bay Area. And That's then, great. Uh, you know, they win four Super Bowls before I turned 10. Uh, they won another one when I'm 13, uh, right. and then it's been a just a valley of despair uh, for most of the 29 years after that. Right, but but some ups here yeah, and there. Like, and and, and uh, yeah, with with some we had a pulse there, uh, you know, with Harbaugh, and we got a pulse again. But um, but but even with the pulse, there's pain. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. It's funny. I had uh, Brian Kylie on about a month ago, and he was—he's a lifelong Patriots fan, and he his angle was interesting, which I hadn't thought of because he's older than I am. Like he had years and years and years of just horrific. I mean, like awful. he was talking about his dad, you know, like cussing and just being angry about how terrible the team was for years, you know. So that had a little bit of empathy for you know the twenty-year run that he had. Like, and, I mean, uh, and part of the problem with the Patriots is is that the Celtics also won during the, their run, and the Red Sox ran. Right. Won I mean, like the whole run. city got all their sports dreams came true in the same. If, like, yeah, yeah, if you met anybody, you know, between the ages of thirty and forty-five, you know, sorry, if you met anybody that was like around, like anywhere between like probably fifteen years old to twenty-five years old, when that run started. Yeah, when the cohort of yeah, obnoxious. Yeah, right. They think you can. You always win. You know, yeah. you, things never go wrong for your yeah. teams. Right. Yeah, that's right. Well, where can people find you, man? How do we? How do we send people to go see what you're doing? Um, Nacho Flacco on uh, on Instagram. I'm Nacho Flacco on YouTube. Um, that's really where I've got to spend more time. Is is YouTube? Um, uh, you just joined Facebook. Yeah, and I just joined Facebook. Yep. So, um, and I'm Nacho Flacco on on Facebook. I think I'm Nacho Flacco on Facebook. I'm pretty sure I'm Nacho Flacco on Facebook. Um, <laughs> I've gotten. I posted. I posted one this weekend on on your advice, and I was like, "Oh, I got an interaction." That's oh, Kostaki. Okay. Well, cool. <laughs> it's a start. 111,000 yeah. followers on Instagram. I've built more Facebook meme accounts probably with my Instagram memes than I care to think about. Yeah, and that's I've right. Got, I've got five, I get five views on a, on a, on a post. There, but there's also, nothing, it's so, it's so empty to try to begin a thing in social media to start at zero. And it is so hard. It's, yeah. it, it is a brutal slog, but uh, you'll get there. Welcome to, welcome to Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> this is my this is my first time back on Facebook since uh, I had uh, my ex girlfriend found me on MySpace, and that's when I deleted my Facebook and MySpace uh, <laughs> twenty something years ago. Uh, <laughs> like Instagram was my first social channel because I just was I got off Facebook, I got off MySpace. I s don't know how to use Facebook, uh, and. Uh, uh, that's 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 how young hard I am. I don't know how to use Facebook. <laughs> well, now that it's proven that it's going to hang around for a while, yeah. right? Yeah, join, I think join it, us. It, it might stick around. Join us, not Joe Flacco. Very funny uh, creator of NFL content. Go find him out there. Uh, check me out at Kostaki.com. That's where all the tour dates are. I'm doing the improv in Hollywood, Sioux Falls, Fargo, Atlanta, Ashtabula, Erie. And uh, go to underdogfantasy.com and uh, start an account and use the promo code ALLPROLINES and we'll, they'll throw you an extra 100 bucks for doing it. So hope your football dreams come true. Uh, enjoy the game tonight if you're listening before that happens. Uh, and Thank happy you. Thanksgiving. <laughs> happy holidays, everybody. Enjoy uh, one, of the great, one of the great football traditions in America, Thanksgiving Day, with, uh, with the Niners closing it out for us. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Appreciate you, Nacho Flacco. Thanks for having me.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.